good evening everyone. Hello. Welcome welcome to another West UK Weekly. Uh, just say hi everyone, just confirm that you can hear us. The microphone is on and it is unmuted so we should have audio this week for the first time ever. Straight off the bat. Uh, still waiting for a few people just to come online, give everyone a chance to get their notifications and, and work out that we're here. Uh, can you hear us alright Susan? All the audio okay? Hi Susan. Just give everyone a few minutes to come online. Mm -hmm. So it's Wednesday evening, 8 o'clock, and I'd like to welcome you all back to another West UK Weekly, uh, which subsequently happens every week. Uh, 8 o'clock, we're live on YouTube. And, yep, audio, evening, fantastic. So you see the delay that we get there, sort of yeah, yeah, between okay. asking, there's normally a 10 second <laughs> yeah. delay between saying something and people hearing it and their thumbs start working. Right. Yep, I hear and see you. Awesome. Wendy Chamberlain. Welcome, Wendy. Hi, Wendy. Nice Hi. to have you along. Thanks for joining us. Um, so, welcome to another West UK Weekly. It's a business, IT and website show uh, every week for anyone who's running a business or thinks about running a business or wants to. Um, this week, I'm extremely fortunate to have what I would call a celebrity. Um, well, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> it's um. a bit of a celebrity in the office. Uh, I'm sure a lot of you hold the armed forces dear to your hearts and it, a lot, for a lot of you it has a lot of meaning. Um, and this week I was very kindly joined by a chap called Gareth Welsh. Uh, he couldn't make it so he sent his brother instead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here we see, good. Is Peter not joining us this evening? Pete the photographer? Where are you Pete? Get off your backside and get on YouTube. Um, so this evening our show is quite a unique show tonight because I know for the whole of January we've been talking about starting a business and all the different pitfalls and ups and downs of starting a business yeah. and Robin's been very kind to help us out with um, some of the things businesses should put in place when they start a business. However, there is also another aspect to starting a business which probably no one has maybe thought about is that our armed forces, the people that serve in the armed forces, they don't serve forever, not all of them. No. Um, <clears throat> nowadays especially people in the armed forces, the contracts now, you know, going back to when I was a kid and my stepdad was in the armed forces, yeah. back then you could join up and you had a job for life. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Nowadays it's sort of three to five years and you're done. <clears throat> More thank, or less, Thank yeah. you very much, sweep you under the carpet and yeah, move along. Yeah, and off you go, yeah. Um, I think he's away, Pete Brass is away, oh no, Hayley Borello, hi Hayley, hi, wonderful Hayley. to have you on. Uh, it's nice to see some new names and faces coming along, awesome. Uh, Johan's back as well. I hear you loud and clear. Thanks for coming back, Johan. Glad to see I haven't bored you to death yet. Um, so, going back to the armed forces, um, one of the things that no one really thinks about is when people leave the armed forces, mm -hmm. what do they do? Because a lot of the stuff we see in here in the media would have you believe that people who've left the armed forces are often just sort of swept under the rug and thank you very much, off you go and, and be on your way. More or less, yeah. That's, um, that's the kind of thing. That's the kind of thing, more or less, that happened to me. Um, you know, you done all them years of service, mm. and it was um, literally. Um, there's a handshake. Thanks very much. We'll see you later. Thanks for coming. Good. Enjoy. Yeah. Off you go. Kind of like good looking Civvy Street. It's almost like a, a party at your neighbour's house. That, um, yeah. Thanks for coming. Mm. Love to have you. And um, see you later. Yeah. Yeah. Along them lines. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's. It's a massive transformation, as you can imagine. So I joined as a school leaver at mm. 16. Um, and, you know, coming... So that was just a few years ago, right? Exactly, <laughs> as you can see, you know. 
Yeah, still stinging young. Whatever lads. he's doing, he's in the wrong career. He I should know. be selling bottling and selling whatever he's well, doing. Diet Cokes. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, we've yes. seen the Diet Coke advert. Yes. Yes. Uh, what's her name? Sharon at Death Sharon Team. Sharon at Death Team, yes. yeah. We've seen the advert. Cheeky. You can make millions from that. <laughs> I know, right? Know? Yeah. So, so yeah, it was. It, it's a, like a, a really horrible process um, coming out of the armed forces because mm. you, you've gone in there at a young age and they've bedded you um, into a man very rapidly and very quickly. Mm. Um, and going into Civic Street from that, it's like, whoa. You know, it's a they, big transition, right? Yeah, this, this is life. You know, mm. This is like how everyone conducts themselves. Mm. We call them civilians. Yeah, and Civic Street, as it were. Yeah, Civic Street, yeah. And, and, and going into business, um, and you walk into a business, you walk into a job, mm. and you're like, wow, this is what actually happens. Mm. And, you know, and... It's a very different world, isn't it? Yeah, and you kind of, you kind of start, like, trusting everyone, you know, because you've had that trust. Mm. You've, you've had that belonging, you know, and you believe that that's the process. Yeah. Um, we'll come on to that as well yeah, shortly. Definitely, yeah, definitely, um, yeah, sure. So... In case, for any of you watching, um, if you can see this little number here beside me, that says 115. That's our number of subscribers at the moment. If we can get that number to 1,000, with your help, obviously, um, we, yeah, can start, we can start taking super chats and yeah. monetizing videos um, and start generating some serious cash for the well, Diagrama Foundation. Yeah. Uh, and if I just show you who they are real quick, if you haven't seen the diagram, apologies for anyone who has. Uh, I'll keep this real quick and fast. So this is the Diagrama Foundation. They're a local charity, um, and they do some wonderful work for adults and who, who need foster care in the community, uh, who, who have trouble looking after themselves. So if you can help us get that number up to a thousand, awesome. If you're watching without subscribing, shame on you. Yeah. Uh, you should subscribe to that. So that's pretty much one of the aims of the show. So help us get that number to a thousand, and we'll be well on our way to making some money for some charities. Um, so, like Gareth and I have been saying, today's subject is people who are in the armed forces and about to leave, or people who have left the armed forces yeah. and are wondering what the hell to do with themselves, yeah. and how to go about, if they want to start a business for themselves, how do they go about it? Yeah. Um, and what I'm hoping today, to, that Gareth can help me get the message across in a more accurate and probably a much more real way, yeah. is... What's it? What is what it's like as an experience to go from being a member of the armed forces to coming out to Civvy Street, and what that transition period's like, how much help you had, and how much you had to find on your own. Um, Gareth's calmed down a lot, by the way, in the last thirty seconds. Oh yeah, well, you right made, before you... I switched the camera on, he was oh. jumping up and down, doing oh, five hundred push-ups. Made me a nice cup of coffee, you see. <laughs> He you was know. sitting there going, oh, we're 30 seconds away from live. Yeah, <laughs> as soon as the camera came in, uh-oh, we're live. <laughs> <laughs> so it's his first time on camera, so I hope you'll all make him feel very welcome yeah. as well. He's a wonderful guy to have around. Uh, he's an incredible hard worker, and everything he does, he, he does it with the sort of professionalism that you would kind of hope the whole world would operate by. You would uh, think. You'd, yeah. you'd hope, yeah. You'd hope, yeah. Um, so... What I'd like to do basically is if we can start out by getting a picture of, because there's a lot of people out there probably still in the armed forces now or who've come out that yeah. think they might be watching this thinking, yeah, but he's someone special. He's, I'm, not that, I'm not that special. I'm not that guy. Yeah. So what I'd like to start with, if it's okay with you, is yeah. if we can tell people a little bit more about you right. and your experiences, give yeah. them something they can relate to, to say, well, actually, you know what? He actually sounds just like me. Yeah. He's not. He's yeah. not someone. Not to dumb you down. He's just. 
he's not someone special. I'm just like him. Yeah, yeah. And and what yeah. he's achieved, I can achieve because yeah. I think, and this is one of the things we're going to be talking about next week as well when we cover um, imposter syndrome. Is that a lot of people tend to think that those who are being successful are special people. Yeah. When I they're guess, not, they're know, just average people just doing average. things right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so why don't we start first of all with um, if you give us a little bit of a, a background of your army um, service. Yeah. And, sure. Yeah. And so, what you were doing in the army. Yeah, so I was, you know, um, I joined the Household Cavalry um, originally, um, which means, you know, uh, on ceremonial duties on, okay. on, on Knightsbridge, on horseback. Are they the people with the really big hats? Um, not the big black hats, they're the small armour ones on the horse with the sword. Ah, gotcha. Yes. The yes. way more special looking. Well, you know, yeah, looking shiny. <laughs> <and that. laughs> and, and then um, I, halfway through that uh, phase two training, I decided, you know, I've had enough of horses. Mm. Um, well, how long were you in the cavalry for? Um, so I was in the cavalry, so I'd done my training with the cavalry, so for phase one and phase two, and then it was approximately about ooh, four or five months-ish Okay. Um, in ceremonial, and then I decided, well, it, the horses wasn't really for me, you know, I was a young lad, you know, couldn't get a grips of it. Mm. So they transferred me into the 1st Battalion of the Coldstream Gods, um, so I was still based in Victoria Barracks and Windsor and stuff like that, mm. um, which was the bearskins and tunics, as okay. you said. Yeah, is that yeah. more of a ceremonial sort of showy off yeah, kind of role? it is. We're infantry soldiers, you know, so that's our rule, that's our army rule, but we had that as just a ceremonial because it's the okay. Queen's Division. So all the same training as the rest of the army, yeah, yeah, plus that ceremonial yeah, stuff yeah, on top. Yeah, exactly the same, yeah. You mm. just have that ceremonial duty on top. Um, so yeah, and then you know we went to Northern Ireland. We'd done two tours in Northern Ireland. Um, wow! And then how long was you in Northern Ireland for? If you don't so mind? so we we done a year's tour over there, and then we done a six month tour over there. Hmm. Um, and then we came back and we conducted ceremonial again, chupin mm -hmm. the colour. And then after that, we went um, we went to pre rack training. <clears throat> so we got flown over to Canada, um, and we done six weeks of rack training, uh, solid out there. Wow. Um, came back, had two, two weeks leave. Ap apologies for jumping in. Yeah, yeah. Um, Susan's going to kill me for this. Cause, um, Susan <laughs> you get told off. Uh, well, she gave me some wonderful feedback, and right. on the subject of last week's show, when we were yeah, um, yeah. before, when we were talking about feedback, Susan was very kind to give me some nice feedback and say, "Hey, look, stop jumping all over your guests while they're oh, talking." Richard, it is a terrible habit. Terrible. I know. Yes. Um, I'm going to tell you off now when you do it. But there's a lot. There's a, so many wonderful points up that I'm just desperate to cram in. Right, yeah. I've it's got, like yeah. my brain just going. Oh, hold on a minute. Before we, that, that's really good. Can we yeah, can we yeah. zoom in on that a little bit? Yeah. Um, how does Canada? Because Canada's either freezing cold, or red hot, or red hot. Yeah. And so, do they send you to Canada in the summer mm. to sort of yes, get you ready yeah, for Iraq? Yeah. yeah. So it was it was in the peak time of summer over there, mm. um, and it's just concentrating. You're concentrating, training. Um, Is that seven days a week, like non-stop? Literally, yeah, because obviously when you go into a war zone, you know, there's no rest. There's no day off, right? There's no R&R, &R, you know. Yeah. You literally could come back into camp and then literally you're getting, you call it QRF, quick reaction force, you're back out again. Um, any, anything could happen, you know, and right. you have to reinforce straight away. So you're and literally like, you're, you're, you're mentally on, on edge the whole time? Yeah, you're switched on constantly. There's, yeah, no, you, there's no off time? No. No, wow. no. And when we went across there, it wasn't like now it's a lot better equipment and they've advanced in technology and stuff. When mm. we went around out there, it was, you know, our boots were melting, you know, wow. um, my, my weapon, my SA, he was keep on jamming. 
I'm familiar uh, with those actually. Yeah. Because I'm an instructor with the Air Cadets, and right. a lot of the stuff we do is we teach cadets to fly, fly with the L9881 and A2. Yeah. It's very similar to the SAE. SAE, yeah. So, so it was just literally like <clears throat> hard work. Mm. You know, it was hard graph. You had to switch on then. Mm. You know, um, so yeah, it was a lot of problems out there, seen a lot of action. And then after so that. In, sorry, so you were in Canada for six weeks? Yeah. And then did you go to Iraq after that? More or less, yeah. We came, we came back to the UK. Um, we had two weeks to leave. Okay. Um, and then we got deployed. Just just long enough to let all your family remember what you well, look like. Well, this is it, you know, take a nice picture of me because this is what happened. Plenty of selfies. And, yeah, you know. Um, and um, then you went off to Iraq after yeah, that? Yeah, we went off to Iraq after that. Wow. That was it. Christ. You do six months out there. We've done six months here. Um, six months? Yeah. <clears throat> That's non, a long time. Non-stop. Your family. You, get, you get five days R&R leave and you come back to the UK. Okay. Um, and then that's it, you know. You, yeah, I'd imagine there's there. nowhere really out there where you could go for five days, <clears throat> there, is there? No. This is nah. no safe place to be. Nah, not really, no. Nah. Nah. Mm. Um, so when you were out in Iraq, what sort of things were you... So you were out there for six months, right? Yeah. So what sort of stuff was you doing out in Iraq for six So we months? were like a reconnaissance um, like unit, mm. and we would gather information um, on enemy, um, gather information on where the Taliban is, mm. um, all that kind of stuff, really. Um, <clears throat> and we were given the information back to the intelligence corps. Okay. Um, and then they were sent in special forces in or other mm. units of Royal Air Force in. And the recon stuff's one of the hardest parts, right? Yeah, yeah. It's you're the it, first feet on the ground. Li literally, yeah. And and it's very, um, yeah, very on the go, you know it's what I mean? It's quite frightening and all, because yeah. you're the first feet on the ground, things yeah. can go sort of go wrong yeah. quite easily. And, you know, you just got to be initiative, just purely switched on. Yeah. Um, Everyone who follows behind you, they're just following your footsteps, right? More or less, yeah. <clears throat> Not to dumb that down, but yeah. it's still just, yeah, more or less, yeah. Still just bloody dangerous. And at some stages, you know, you, you're in the middle of a firefight, and you've got RPGs coming over your head, mm. and you're in the mid and the, sand, the sandstorm's coming in, your weapon's blocked, and you're like, wow. Now what? Now what? Mm. You know, that fear factor just comes in straight away, and you're like, okay. I'm going to die here. You've really got to think on your feet. Yeah. And did you have many? And I don't mean this to get too dramatic, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if if at any time I I ask any questions that make you feel like you know what, I'd rather not talk about yeah, it. Yeah, that's fine. But yeah, I mean, just say, shut the hell up, Rich. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. I don't mind. I don't mind. Yeah, <coughs> it's nice to talk about it actually. Yeah, yeah, some people find it quite therapeutic. Yeah, yeah. And this is why I'm sort of diving into it a bit because I'm, I'm hoping that for anybody who may eventually watch this, mm. um, I don't expect anyone who's currently serving to be able to see this live. No, no. Uh, they probably don't have very good internet access out there. And, yeah. Um, but anyone who may eventually see this mm. can actually relate to Gareth's story and, and relate to actually what he's doing. Oh, yeah, I've, I've done that, and that's the sort of thing we do. Um, so you can actually see that, you know, although I've called him a celebrity in his own right, he's, you know, he, he's, he's your average Joe. Yeah. Like the rest yeah, of yeah. us. Yeah, we're, just, we're all like each other, you know. I was just an average soldier in an average regiment. Doing, no, doing, a, a, doing a freaking dangerous job. Well, yeah, but no, not I'm an just, average job, definitely. No, no, I'm just the average civilian. Yeah, you know? doing something way not average. Yeah. Um, but um, so once you were doing, I mean, that's quite a a, a, a very dangerous role to do. Yeah. Um, it's going, you know, being the sort of the first eyes on the ground, as it were. Yeah. Um, what? <coughs> so when you um, came back from Iraq. Hmm. Uh, how long were you in the army for then? Were you, so, were so, you still in, or did they say yeah, thanks for Iraq and off you yeah, go? Yeah, we, we were still in. I was still in. Yeah, um, 
and you know we 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 came we came back. Helen Paul, hi Helen, thanks for joining us. Uh, hi Helen, um, and yeah, I, I basically made that decision. It was a lot of us made that decision to actually this is time to leave now. Mm. Um, we've seen enough out there. Was it sort of frightening enough to actually you go actually you know what this yeah this, yeah this is and this is real this is not just what's on the news. This you is. know yeah when, when when you get when you see action and I'm, what I mean by action is when you see action when it's in your face yeah and you know and you're like one minute you can talk into your mucker like this mm. the next minute he's blown next away minute, between things are going you know, over your head and, and you just all you know you just think right it's time you know in Afghanistan was more or less just starting off then mm. so it was like what sort of time was this well how many sort of well I was in 2003 when we were off Telic free oh yeah things were getting quite yeah. warm then right yeah, so Afghanistan was more or less just starting off. Mm. So we just fought ourselves. This you is know when what? Blair was sort of weapons of mass yeah, destruction. Yeah, he was all over the place. fingers everywhere. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, it was just the right time to get out. I think mm. you know. Um, but I didn't. I didn't really suffer PTSD from that mm. straight away. You know. It was yeah, because I'd, I'd <clears> imagine. I would imagine. Correct me if I'm wrong. PTSD is not something that. Um, affects everyone the same way. No, no Some people not. can have it the same second something yeah. goes wrong. Yeah. Like a, their vehicle blows up and instantly they're yeah. suffering. Or, it can just trigger instantly. Or yeah. six months later you can have flashbacks. Or It's quite yeah. a varied, um, yet yeah, quite a, a difficult thing to deal with. Yeah, right? definitely, yeah, 100%. Yeah, you're in a different complete frame mind, like yeah. I said. And, yeah, you're in a different world. Mm. Um, so when you came back from it, how long were you still in the army for once you'd returned? <clears throat> so you sign off for the army and, and it's a year to get out. So you sign off right. on that day and it'll take, so see if I sign off today. Oh, so there's no sort of like, okay, I want to go see <clears throat> his two weeks notice. Yeah, it's not like civilian life where, you know, you sign and you've got a month's notice and then you can get another job or you go on mm. garden leave or whatever they call it, that yeah. weird thing. Yeah, um, and gardening leaves the term now in city yeah, street mostly. Yeah, something, something like that. Um, but in the army that you have a year, and the reason you have a year is is because obviously you have a, like a resettlement course, right? And that resettlement course is civilians um, that will help you rewrite your CV, try and get you into some kind of line of work that you would like to go into. Mm. Um, don't do a lot because they don't get paid for it. So mm. you know, it's down it's down to the individual. It's down to me to look for that work and get that interview and go from there. Really. Gotcha. So the army and my own experience with the Royal Air Force, yeah. just through being an instructor with them, um, is that all the RAF places I've ever been to, uh, they, 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 and this is only a recent thing. It's right. not. It's not been like ten years ago. It was just a case of no one knew. Yeah. You wanted out. Okay, off you go. Nowadays, yeah. there seems to be a lot more proactive behavior from the armed forces in terms of yeah. helping people to get reintegrate i think is the term they're using yeah, now yeah. reintegrate back into civvy street yeah, yeah. Uh, they book their ideas up massively now in yeah the, and they've had to you know I mean, yeah they're... but you can't walk part you can't walk down any <clears throat> corridor now in an rf station without seeing these posters everywhere yeah leaving soon contact us for help yeah um when you were in the army and when you decided right okay you know what this is this is time for me to move on yeah. Um, from the day you signed your thing to say, right, I'm signing out in a year, mm. how much help did they offer you? Um, <clears throat> not a lot. You know, you have to do your homework. You have Obviously, to do it Obviously, if yourself. the MOD are watching this now, we're going to yeah. be very careful what we say because <laughs> we don't want the men in black turning no, up at the door. No, of course not. No. <laughs> um, yeah, to a certain degree, yeah, you've got help. But you've got to do it yourself. You know what I mean? They're not going to do it for you. At the end of the day, we're adults. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, we've got a brain. 
kind of. They don't treat like that when you go in there. <laughs> no. <coughs> you don't have a brain, you're not at a, you do as you're told. <laughs> yeah, do as you're told, just get on with it. Yeah. You know. Um, but what sort of, what sort of, for, for anyone in the armed services now watching this, Yeah. what sort of level of, so there's no handhold, there's no babysitting, right? No, no, you, you, you know, you're not wrapped in cotton wool. You I know, hope not, after no, all the stuff you've been no, through already. No, um, but do they say, <clears throat> is it a case of here's a leaflet, thanks, or is there any sort of coaching and mentoring? Or the, There is. The, they call them, I wouldn't say a business coach as such, mm. um, but it's that kind of thing. Now, I've been out... Is that like, like a reintegration sort yeah, of Yeah, I've thing. been out like 11, 12 years now. So mm. the system might have changed massive, yeah. you know, and it needed to change, you know, yeah. um, drastically. Um so hopefully that's in place now. Mm. But yeah, when I came out, it was just literally like, well, let's get your CV done. Uh, once you've done your CV, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll get you contact for that job and mm. where you're going to live and stuff like that. And then you just go out there and get your interviews. Literally, mm. my first interview, I got the job straight away. Happy days. Yeah. I can see days. why. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it, it, it was, yeah, you're just like, whoa, is this work? Really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can imagine it's very di- because yeah. it's such a different lifestyle as well, oh. where you're not switched on twenty four hours a day. No, no, you mean I actually get to switch off at half past five? Wow. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> you, or, or you, just, you don't get the work force. You know what I mean? You, you mm. just don't understand it. And like I said, that trust mm. thing and belong mm. belonging. You know, um, mm. it, it was just Sorry, uh, Stefan. Hi, Stefan. Stefan's a hospitality expert up in Scotland. All right, hi, Stefan. He's, he's, he's a wonderful chap. Yeah, so you you, you don't. Um, it was just a weird atmosphere to go into that and find that, you know, everyone is against you. You know, everyone is working on their own individually, and you're like, you know, you, you just don't. It's definitely uh, a very different culture, isn't it? From yeah. Military, and I still see this now. Yeah. Um, Basically, you had a, a bunch of people like headless chickens running around the company. Nobody knew what they were doing. Everyone was just like, do interfering with her job and interfering with his job and everything else. And I was just like, wow. It's, it's, you know, it's the it, exact opposite of yeah, what the army is, isn't it? And it, and it, com- it comes that back to that trust thing, you know what I mean? Because you, you've been in a unit, you know, you've been in the elite, you've trained at the elite level. Well, in the army, you, know? you can, and I think the same is true in any armed services. Yeah. Same in the RAF as well. You can walk up to someone else in the same service or a, another service as you. Yeah. And you can literally shake their hand and know that, right, let's get on with this. And yes, you can exactly. trust them from the yeah. second you meet them. Exactly, yeah. You've probably got more trust in the person you've just met before you even know their name. Yeah. Than yeah. you have out in Civvy Street. Because in Civvy Street, like you say, everyone is... Well, everyone's trained on the same level in, in military yeah. terms. You know what I mean? So, for instance, when we were on the reconnaissance patrol... You've got the same goals patrol, as well. Yeah. You know, we worked with two paras. There was two marines, one from the Army Air Corps um, and one from the Intelligence Corps. And it was me and there was a Scots God, some costume God, Scots God. And I've never known them. We've never worked together in our lives. Mm. But we got the task at hand. We went off and done it. I know what he's going to do. He's mm. going to back me up. I'm going to back him up. We're trained at the same level. Yeah. Never met each other. You know, yeah, and, and, and you've gone into civilian life and you're like, what are you doing? Yeah, you walk into what? a room full of six people you've got to do what something with and it's chaos. You know, you know, when this person's like, don't talk to this person, don't say anything <laughs> like this because... They like ask the management, and you're like, really? The politics of, of oh, Civvy Street take over, yeah. and it's, it's and that's and that's actually soldier destroying. That's what destroyed me even more, mm. you know, and probably more why my PTSD came on board, really, mm. because of that reason. Yeah, it can it can be quite a, an odd concept to deal with. Uh, like I say, I've seen both sides of it. Yeah, I've met a lot of people in the RAF, and mm. obviously being in Civvy Street myself. Um, 
you see both sides of it and the both sides of it are really different yeah it's like two different worlds completely uh, one's like watching an, a movie of an ideal world yeah and the other one is real life yeah you know, city street real life mm. uh, so you come out at this higher level and you know you've been this kind of not hero but you know you might call it a hero but you know you're trained at the highest level and you, you've come in so you think that you're going to carry on that level in mm. the civilian world mm. um, into a job and you don't you know yeah. you're right down the bottom of the ladder and you don't get that. You're like, well, wait a minute. Well, yeah, because your mentality and yeah. your behaviour is still up here. Yeah, exactly. And everyone around you is down here. Yeah. And you're like, well, what are these Muppets Now, doing? you might not start at the bottom of that. You might be two runs up. Yeah. <laughs> if you know what I mean. But, you know, and... Well, it's just... I can imagine you walk into many workplaces and you sort of think, you sort of idiots. What are you doing? Well, yeah, you know... You're worrying about things that really don't count for you've anything. You've got people working there that don't even know what the company does. Hmm. You're like, hello. I've met people like that, yeah. You know, and you're just like... Yeah. You know, just headless chickens running around and everything. Yeah. Well, many years ago, when I used to work for National Car Parks, yeah, um, in their IT department, yeah, it was amazing the amount of people that worked for that company that had absolutely they had very little clue what they were supposed to be doing, right, right. let alone those yeah. around. And it was very much like what you're saying. Mm. You know, in a company of seven and a half thousand people, yeah, um, it was quite alarming how many people really didn't know what they were doing. Yes, yeah, uh, or they were so busy and wrapped up in. Office politics yeah. and the who said what and she said this and they said it's like just, just get on with your job and work together. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Um, yeah. And yet you look at the military side of it and everyone's on the same page. There's yeah. this politics thing. It does exist to a certain level, yeah. But only on outside of working hours. Yeah, yeah. You know, once yeah. you've got your uniform on and you're on, you're on. That's how you switched on. Yeah. You're a different person, yeah. and it's, it's since you come out of uniform, that's it. You switched off. Yeah, yeah. And then you can go back to ranting and bitching yeah, about everyone and, it's and me calling each other names and yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a very different world. Mm. Um, ooh, office politics. Yeah, office politics are a very real thing in Civvy Street. Yeah. Um, but in, I think in Military Street, it's more family politics. Yeah. The yeah, family's yeah. bitching and moaning about each other behind their husband's back or wives' backs or whatever. Nice coffee, Richard. You're welcome, mate. Yeah. Uh, oh, I do like a good cup. A few more of those, and he won't be sleeping tonight. Well. <laughs> Do love a Costa. You, know. you can go clean the windows again. <laughs> M- midnight. What's that noise? Oh, it's yeah. the window cleaner. Yeah. Midnight. Um, <coughs> does this boil down to leadership and training? I think you've got a good point there. I think it does boil down to leadership and training. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, no one in Civvy Street ever has the kind of training that you've had. No, no, and and that's uh, I think from coming from the military, and I might be prejudiced here, but. You know. No prejudice, <laughs> Gareth. Pre- army person, prejudice. No, but, but yeah, a lack of leadership. You know what I mean. Yeah. Um, and it's something probably we'll talk on a little bit later. Is, is so, for instance, I've used my military into my business, mm. and that's one of the elements. You know, you get this saying, "Oh, you're only good as your last job." Nah, that's rubbish. That's bullshit. I don't think. You know what I mean? Can we bleep that bit out? <laughs> well, it is. You know, you're only good as your last job. What happens if your last job was shit? If you know what I mean. Yeah, the last job was rubbish and you left because it wasn't going anywhere. So that mentality is is wrong in my eyes. No, I, it is. I agree. So in, in, the, in the military, you have this theory where you always have a debrief. Yeah. You always have a debrief. Even, even though that job went absolutely perfectly well and everything went smooth and the task ahead got completed, you still have a debrief. Well, it's still, yeah, it's important to make sure yes. that everyone understood so why it went that, well. Everyone that on the team can see... How can we how can we improve that even though it went well? Mm. So I've still got that mentality and I put that into me. So I've knocked that. Oh, you only good as Robin will probably be proud to hear that because <coughs> he's very big on yeah, processes. You only good as your last job. I've knocked that in the head stuff. and I've brought that into me. So when I do the windows, I think to myself when I get into my fan to my next job, yeah, customer was really happy over the moon. She's going to recommend me. You know, really good window cleaner and everything else. How could I improve? 
Mm. How could I do that different? Mm. Maybe if I'd done that, maybe if I'd done this way. Mm. You know, even gonna, when you know you've done it perfectly. Even though you know you've done it perfect, yeah. So you always that mentality, isn't it's, it? It's that mentality. So you're always learning, you're always growing. Mm. You know what I mean? You're always trying Constant to improve. Self evaluation. Where if I just had the attitude, oh, I'm already good as the last job. Yeah. Well, technically, you're not. Well, I mean, you know, one of the reasons Gareth's sitting here is because in the last five years since we relocated office to West Wickham, we've had almost as many window cleaners come to clean the office windows and, and yeah. take care of stuff. And to be frank, they were all rubbish. Yeah. And they, and they were of the exact opposite of what you've been describing. Yeah, yeah. They would turn up, bish, bash, bosh, and gone. Yeah. And if you dare say anything to them, God help you. <clears throat> yeah. One of them I did actually say, look, can you go and get all the green gunk off the windowsill? <laughs> and I got a 10-minute rant and a mouthful. And I was like, if you were working for me right now, you'd be out of a job. Yeah. I yeah. said, if one of my guys talked to me like that, mm. it'd be time to say bye-bye. Yeah. Because if you're not, like you said, if you're not evaluating what you're doing, say, well, actually, you know what? Yeah, yeah I should have probably taken care of that. Yeah, definitely. Um, and it is the mentality, the military mentality of, even when something went well, mm -hmm. and, and this is going back to what Stefan was saying about the leadership as well, Yeah, is it's really important to make sure that everyone understood that it went perfectly and why. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and no one in Civvy Street really does that. You don't no, you, you say meetings, meetings for meetings, but brief the team. Mm. debrief the team yeah simple two tasks it's all well and good telling people what you want them to go and do but afterwards yes. if you don't tell them that was a great job it went well because you did this you did that and you did that and yeah perfect yeah then they're left just hanging aren't they how could we improve oh that's a good idea that's that's a good idea yeah we'll, we'll do that we'll put that Haley says it's all about it's, i do the same as part of my job and it's end-to-end -end evaluation it's taking pride yeah yeah. Taking pride in the job, and I think that's a really exactly. good way of putting it, end-to-end yeah. -end evaluation. That's a quite a good word for yeah, it. Definitely. Uh, yeah, definitely. It's certainly a very modern... Is that new? Is that a new modern office speak, Haley? Must be I've office. not heard that one before. Office, office talk. End-to-end yeah. -end evaluation. It almost sounds yeah. like something your doctor's going to do. <laughs> Lay down, end-to-end -end evaluation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so what, he's, what Gareth's saying is, is about that constant mentality of evaluating what you're doing and actually afterwards reflecting on what you've done. Yeah. It's quite an important thing. Of course it's, it is, yeah. yeah. And it's... 100% critical for anyone who's running a business. Yeah. Um, Especially if you want to strive it forward, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, so when you were on your way out of the army, mm. um, we, we, de we veered right off that subject yeah, quite, we quite did, wildly, yeah. didn't we? Yeah, yeah, we did. You yeah. see how difficult this is to stay yes, on track. Stay on track. Um, so going back to your leaving, yeah. um, so you say they were giving, at the time they were giving you help writing your CV. Yeah. Um, did they give you any offers of, and I know you said this was sort of about 12 years ago, so mm. things are, I know things are a bit different now, but, yeah. and if any of you are in the military or about to leave and have got any updated information, share it in the comments below. Tell us all what it's all like now. Yeah, it might be completely changed. I wouldn't um, have a clue now, you know. But did they offer you any training courses or to say, hey, you know what, do you, here's a list <clears> of stuff that you can retrain in. Would you like to go and do any of that? Um, well, yes, to a certain degree, yes. You've got, you've got the basic... Like, for instance, the technology now, even 12 years ago, was slowly coming into... We're just using calculators 12 years yeah, ago. Yeah, it was slowly coming in. We still had the big box computers, <laughs> That's you know it. What I mean? Yeah, when you an know. Xbox used to be this big. Yeah, you know. Um, so, yeah, it was just an like, initiative, like, basic skills, you know, computer mm. skills and stuff like that. Um, well, it's good that they were offering you that at the yeah, time. Yeah, and, and very, very basic. Mm. You know, it depends what field you were going to go into in civilian life and mm. what kind of business you're going to go into you know susan um, says and caring about your job and customers and clients yeah that's a, that's yeah. A, that's a, if you 
I think that goes hand in hand with what Haley's saying. Yeah. If you care about your customers and your clients, you will evaluate everything you do. Of course you do, yeah. Uh, yeah. Sort of one follows the other. Tell your passion about your job and it, and yeah. what, what you, you do in your job and how Yeah, and if you didn't you care, care about, about them, you wouldn't evaluate anything you did. No, no, some people, you know, it's... I've learned a like lot. Like the last four window cleaners I've had. <laughs> <laughs> I've learned a lot in business very rapidly and very quickly. Mm. You know, you kind of suss it straight away. Yeah, it's a rapid learning game, isn't it? Very, and you have to learn pretty quick. And you can suss it out if you've got the right set of mind. Mm. Um, So, aside from the training that they offered you Mm -hmm. when you were sort of on your way out the door, as it were, um, was this this a subject that you and your fellow uh, soldiers, the right term? Yeah. Um, Was this something that you talked about and had discussions with your fellow soldiers quite often? during that sort of transition period of like, um, did you sort of say hey guys I've signed out a I'm li- out of a little bit. yeah yeah a little bit yeah you, you would talk about it you know mm. and stuff like that and, and what sort of things were sort of banded around because um, so, well some people would say oh yeah I'm going to go into this and I'm going to do that mm. you know what I mean um, were there many people looking to start their own business um, when they came not, out or just not go and really, get a job no, no it was just literally get a job you know um get into a job and get the money in, mm. that kind of stuff. And like you say, it's a whole new world because you have to start paying for stuff. Mm. Wherever in the army, everything's kind of done for you in a way. So if if you're skint and you've got no money, you've still got three meals a day. Yeah, and, and a roof over your head. Yeah, and a roof over your head, free TV licence. You know, you, you've got a nice double bed. That was a bit of a shock when you came out of the army. I got paid for TV licence. Yeah, and I was like, I've got to buy me on food, put it in the <laughs> fridge, really? Yeah, I've got to go you shopping, know? what? Yeah, I There isn't someone to do that. I only bought beers, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, yeah, it's a whole new, like, wow. Even some of the basic life skills that a lot of people don't have to yeah. do in the armed forces yeah. can be a bit of an like we can cook, we get trained and all that kind of stuff, so that wasn't an issue, but it was just mm. an issue, like, going out and buying it. Yeah, going to a supermarket. Where, so what where you I? had chefs... That cooked it for you. Yeah. yeah. That's, so it's quite a transition, isn't it? Mm. Um, so, <coughs> at what point, so you say you left the army 12 to 13. About that, yeah. I can't How exactly. long ago did you think about starting your own business? Or was that something you were thinking about before you left? <coughs> well, I've always thought about it. Um, always been in the back of mind. Of course, it's your dream. Like, oh, I'll lift out my own business, you know what I mean? Mm. Kind of your own boss type of thing. Um, so, yeah, it's always been in the back of my mind, you know. It was only, what, about a year ago I decided, yeah, you know, going down that route, mm. this is the kind of business that I would like, the window okay. cleaning, um, and go from there, really, you know. Happy days. Mm. So you didn't start your own business straight no, away? You no, know, you're kind of like in and out of jobs. It's really hard to find your feet, yeah. And it takes, it, it always says, Every ex squaddy would say it always takes roughly about ten to eleven years to find your, your feet in Sydney mm. Street to see you start settling down. Yeah. You know, you're in and out of jobs because you don't understand their mentality mm. of workplaces and stuff like that, you know what I mean? The army team mentality has obviously given Gareth such good foundations to succeed in life, which is amazing. He has indeed. Yeah. Um he is an amazing chap to be around. Um and inspiring to listen to yeah I would hope so Mm. Um, and so when you and I think as well from what that point you've just made is when you come out of the army would you say it's almost like you're playing like the average kid when they leave school at 16 spends probably 10 years working out what they want to do yeah so by the time they're age of 30 they're probably then in the job they want to be in and starting to learn well yeah because you know when when I was at school you know I was 
I was always in detention. I was always in trouble. You know what I mean? That's why I you wouldn't the... mistake him for a troublemaker, <laughs> would you? That's 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 why I joined the army. You know, school troublemaker. Give yeah. him a gun and send him out of somewhere to shoot <laughs> stuff. You know, but I think when you leave school, that's when you actually learn. That's yeah. That's when the learn. That's starts, when you develop. That's when you learn. You know, um, school's just the basics. That you it's like your need. driving test, isn't it? You pass your test. Yeah. Then you start learning to. Then drive. Then you start learning to drive. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just kind of messed around, you know what I mean, at school and He's stuff He's a bit like of a lad, isn't he? A bit of a troublemaker, this and, one. And it's funny enough, because, like, majority of people that I know now through, like, social media, Facebook, who I went to school with, <laughs> yeah, mm. um, were, was, like, you know... The, the, were they the, all the, the straight-laced ones yeah, who never get in trouble? Yeah, never get in trouble. Used to do always well at school and everything else, you know, mm. they got really good jobs and that. But now I look, I now I look at them... Uh-oh. Your phone's ringing. I know, right? Oh. And now I look at them and I think... It's turned the other way. All the people that done really rubbish at school have more have like succeeded more in life mm. than the other ones. It's kind yeah. of reversed. It's really random and really weird. It is bizarre, isn't it? Because yeah. a lot of the people I went to school with, um, I was always one of three that were sort of a bit geeky. Right. So there were sort of three of us that sort of hung around together, and because we yeah, but you like computers, so you are it, geeky. It was like it was like um, what's that that sh- that TV show um, where the four of them hanging around and they bought that little yellow car. Oh, the in between us. The in between is almost. So you were will. Like, you were will. It almost felt a little bit like. You know, oh. Seriously, stop. Go away. Uh, no call already. So did I'm you have a briefcase this. when you went to school? No. No. no, no. I, I wanted one did. though. I bet you did. I wanted one. Oh, you didn't. I looked for the Argos catalogue back oh. then when it existed. I was like, oh, briefcase. And I was like, no, no, don't do that. I would really get killed at school. Yeah, you, you will really get bullied. <laughs> <laughs> but all the kids I went to school with, there, mm. there was like two sides to it. There yeah. was the kids who misbehaved constantly. Yeah. Uh, and which I think probably most of them now have probably got prison criminal records and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then there was the straight-laced ones, who actually now, when you see what they're getting up to, went went yeah, the yeah. opposite direction that you thought they would. Yeah. Um, so, seriously, no, we're not no caller ID. We're not talking to you. Go away. If you're not going to show your number, then you don't really need to be spoken to. No, no. Um, Unless it's one on someone on the show going, your audio's gone down again. Like, what? Oh, <laughs> Oops. Yeah, I tried to tell you five times, but you wouldn't answer your phone. Um, but yeah, so going back to the school thing, yeah. uh, where where kids leave school at, say, 16, 17, and spend sort of 10 years figuring themselves out, Yeah. would you say that coming out of the army is a similar process, but you're starting sort of 10 years down? Yeah. You Let switch me... it off. I know. It's going to... Hello? Yeah, okay, bye-bye. Huh. Gotta love the haters, huh? At least, at least you know, it's always nice to know that if there's people out there that are still watching. Ah, right. Um, that person can say whatever they like about someone, um, mm. but I just believe in what I see. Yeah, yeah. And if I see it from my own eyes, that's all I need to see. All right, there you go. Um, so I won't tell you what you said. Ah, right. It wasn't very nice. Um, <laughs> But there are people out there who get a bit jealous. Yeah, uh, yeah if they yeah. want, if they want to watch, and and, and mm. then that's fine. Um, you know, that's it. A hater is still an audience member, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so going back to the whole school thing. Yeah. And I'm probably covered this two or three times. I know. Hayley says jealousy. Yeah, exactly. You know, for someone to phone up right there and then and and say something horrible about the person you're sitting with, it's like, well, well, that's it. I know what I've seen. Yeah, I've I've seen more than enough of what Gareth mm. does and and 
listen to the things he talks about and yeah and and from my own experience in dealing with the military as well um and just paying to have services done yeah yeah um yeah. like i said if someone doesn't want to share their phone number they don't deserve to be spoken to no, no. if they've got nothing important to say exactly. if they did they would be open and honest about exactly. it exactly um, so thanks for calling in anyway that was really appreciated yeah we and, it just go, and I think it says more about you than it does about us yeah when you're going to literally try and phone up and, and say say those sort of things um, but thanks anyway it's not a problem um, and so when people come out of school and they sort of take that sort of 10 12 year period to figure out their own life yes did you feel like when you left the army that you were sort of doing that whole sort of right now I need to figure out who I yeah, am yeah that, that kind of process yeah yeah. Like literally find your feet, yeah. get a place to live, you know, and go from there for workplace. The sort of thing that most 16-year-olds yeah. and 17-year-olds are coping with, you were doing well, it. Well, yeah, but like nowadays it's all changed, and that they live home, you know, till their 20s. Don't move out until they're 40 now, yeah, mate. It's not 20 anymore. Uh, uh, yeah, 20 is the new 40 if you're a is, teenager. It is, yeah. If you've yeah. got kids out there now who are still at home, yeah. you probably know what I'm talking about. They're probably yeah. in their late 30s and they're still living with you. Yeah. Um, still getting you to buy all the shopping and groceries and yes. going out partying <laughs> and saving up their own money. Um, so moving on, obviously I don't want to drag this out too long. Um, so what, tell us a little bit about what you do and the process you went through to get your business started. What okay. help did you get? get <clears throat> so, so, so the help I, I got is, is I went to, well, what, uh, do you, what do you do first? Tell them what you do. Well, I'm a window cleaner. So I'm a window cleaner on reach and wash system. Um, and I do all the additional methods as well, um, but mainly on the reach and wash system, on the pole system with the purified water. So that's the kind of like role I do, uh, domestic and commercial. Happy days. That was pretty good pitch, wasn't it? Yeah, well, it's, yeah. it's a pretty, <coughs> pretty well explained. Really. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's basically what I do. Um, so I went to get help from the Royal British Legion, um, and said, you know, is there, is there something in the system? that helps ex-forces set up in business. Um, and they put me in touch with a company called the Ex-Forces Enterprise, cool. um, which is kind of like a same kind of setup, mm. but they mainly deal with like businesses from the armed forces and stuff. Mm. Um, we put a business band together, um, you know, back and forward on email, changing it and stuff like that. Then they go to the parties who kind of funded mm -hmm. um, the business um, and get a business loan from them um, and that's kind of it really um, you get a little bit of support but you don't get a lot if you know mm. what I mean um, so, so yeah so how did you find out um, that you could even go to the Royal British Legion to ask for help and was that was that was that a year <coughs> ago or a couple of years ago um, no that was literally it'd be about 10 months ago now oh. so I've only been really set up on my own hmm. um, like ten for ten months, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so is there a time limit between leaving the armed forces and going to them and saying, "Hey, look, no, not really, no, no." So literally, if you're coming out of of, of the armed forces, you can. Because if anyone's watching this yeah, now, yeah, they might have left the yeah, armed yeah. forces and say in the last five to ten years, yeah, you, and they you know, might be thinking, "Well, yeah. it's too long now. No one's going to help me." No, no, you can literally, you know, I, I was speaking to a guy um, the other day, um, and like he he's literally been in business for a while he didn't go to the british legion to set up his business mm. but he needed the extra funding to go to that next level right. of his business so he okay. went he went to the british legion this so year. he already had a business that was running yeah yeah and he so he went to get extra help to fund his business so he can employ a man and employ mm. a van and everything else mm. um 
So yeah, that system's like massively in place. So you know, if you, if if you're leaving the armed forces and you're thinking about setting up, then yeah, go for it. Or you even know, if get, someone's left in the last ten years yeah, and yeah, still maybe doesn't know what they want to do with themselves. They don't know what they do themselves, and they might find it hard working in the workplace. Mm. You know, they find it difficult to adjust and mm. adapt. I can imagine as well that the thought of starting your own business. I remember back twenty years ago when I started my company. Mm. The thought of starting your own business was quite frightening. Of course it is, yeah. And you didn't know where to look, turn, ask for help or anything. No, no. Which is one of the reasons why I started this show. Yeah. To help people, hopefully, who are thinking about the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Try and figure it all out. Yeah. Like, Um, literally, when I, like, kind of, like, started, you know, I didn't have a clue about business. I still don't, really. A lot of people don't. No, I'm still learning. Everything's a learning process. You know, I've been in business five minutes. Yeah. Um, Well, most people know their trade. Yeah. But all the other hats that you need to wear as a business owner is just... No oh, idea. yeah, yeah. And, and you're learning every day about your business, and you're learning about a day about, oh, I didn't know you could do that, and that's good, you know what I mean? Mm. Um, so I think if you're going to set up, like, definitely go for it, mm. you know, 100%. Take that risk. Mm. You've done, you've, you've taken risk before. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyone you've, in the military knows yeah, and understands exactly. risks, right? Yeah, you've gone through fear, you know what I mean? You've, you've literally come across fear all the time mm. of, of the situations you've been in. Well, it's the kind um, of risk, and I apologise for just, Susan's going to kill me, jumping all over I know, what you're saying. I know. Um, Terrible it's the, it's the kind of risk where um, the only thing you've really got to fear now is that it doesn't work. Yeah. And that's really not that frightening, is it? No, no. You try it, it doesn't work. You've found, <coughs> And you've it's not failing. It. It's just back at the bottom of the ladder, re- learn from it, yeah. regrow. Yeah, or like I say to you people know. sometimes, you haven't failed, you've just found a way it didn't work. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then you try again. Yeah, exactly. Um, so if any of you have left the military in the last five to ten years and you are thinking of starting your own business, it's not too late to go and ask for help. No, you can ap- You can approach the Royal British Legion for help and they will point you in the right direction and That's give it. you all the advice and yeah. help you need. Do they give financial support? <coughs> to, a cer- to a certain degree, yeah. To, mm. a cer- to a certain degree. Obviously, I've still got to pay back the business loan. Okay, so they um, give you a business loan. So they give you a business loan mm. um, regarding of what you need. Mm-hmm. Equipment wise, or whatever. Did you have to go to them with a business plan and say, Here's Yeah, what yeah, you, you get that kind of help mm-hmm. and a bit of guidance from that to a certain degree. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so you, you get all that, you know. Cool. Um, but yeah, when you come out, like when you've got your business, mm. that's it, it's just a matter of going, getting out there, just getting on with it, getting on with it, cracking on, as I say. Did did the Royal British Legion put you in touch with anyone else that could help you? Because I'd imagine it's all well and good saying, Well, here's my business plan, cut some money, please. And I'll pay you back in <clears throat> yeah. whatever whatever payment terms. But what about other aspects that a business might need help with that maybe you didn't even realise at the time that you sort of learnt along the process? Um, well, I kind of just fell on my feet and just thought, right, right, this is what I've got to do. You know, um, they don't really guide you in the sense because they haven't got the resources for that, and I yeah. kind of get they haven't got a business centre. Yeah, yeah, you know, they're literally on volunteers, majority of them. Mm. Um, so I kind of get it in the way. If they're going to do that, they're going to have to resource it and mm. you know put a lot of funding into yeah. it. So things like your, for instance, your van and all your window cleaning. Yeah. Um, was that something you had to research yourself and, and look into? Yeah, what so do I get that was part of my business plan. I had to research from? for that. You know, got the best prices and stuff. Mm. Um, you know, uh, and go from there, really. Mm. Um, Did you have any help or guidance from anyone else that they might have put you in touch with in or how to do that? Um, not really, no, no. Um, it's just kind of, because I was window cleaning beforehand, mm. you know, I kind of 
got an idea of okay, what, so what suppliers done this. Yeah, so what suppliers you're doing it before. Yeah, so what kind of suppliers I need to go to and stuff and mm. you know, asking them questions about the equipment and stuff like that. And even like because obviously you're gonna research that role, mm. you know, massively. You'd hope so. Yeah, massively. <laughs> so you kinda get a feel of other window cleaners, um, and where they get their equipment from and stuff. So also, so yeah, Haley Haley says everyone has a right to start their own business regardless of competition and haters. Indeed, yeah. they do, Haley. Yeah. Um, and you know, I'm sure Gareth's met a lot of people through networking as well. Where every now and then you can you can easily tell the ones who are just talking yeah, talking yeah. out of their backsides. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, either help people and make everyone better, or yeah. just shut up and go away. Yeah, exactly. Um, no one really wants to listen to no. or be around mm. anyone like that. Nah, that's it. Um, it's concentrating on yourself, isn't it? Yeah, you know, do a good job. Help yeah. everyone else do a good job. Yeah. And I concentrate on my business. I'm not interested in And everyone gets along. Yeah. Uh, you I know. don't look at my competitors. I'm not interested in yeah. it. I'm interested in my, my business. Exactly. The way I want to go. Yeah, I mean, we've, you know, as a web hosting company, we've got tons of competitors. Yeah, exactly. We've got millions, it's trade, it? millions of pounds worth yeah. of advertising, but yeah. we don't sit here slagging them off. No, and, and I think when you take interest in somebody else's company and work, it just takes the element away from yourself. So your business is going to fail massively. Yeah. Because all you're interested in is what that person's doing and what this person's doing. Yeah. You know, um, and you're taking it away, from, like you say, from your business. Well, exactly. Um, so it obviously shows that he's doing something right if, if someone's willing to yeah, well, phone up and, and try and hate Love on him it. live. It's like, Love he's it. doing something right. So um, striving forward. Yeah, good for Gareth. What was going about? He does indeed. He does indeed. Um, do you know Hayley by any chance? Oh, that's my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> he's got he's got a plant in the audience. That's it. There you go. <laughs> um, so one of the things I wanted to also cover because I'm aware of the time as well. We've been going for fifty minutes now. Wow, and a lot of it's people. It does fly, doesn't it? Bedtime, isn't it? It does fly. Yeah. I did tell you that it goes quick. It is, doesn't it? Yeah. Half an hour is so much to talk about as well. You can't keep it in half an hour. Yeah. Um, so one of the things that I wanted to also cover as well is. Um, so, if you could give someone any advice now yeah. that's leaving leaving the forces or has left the forces and wants to start their own business, um, what five things would you say, if you could say, you know what, do these five things, don't let these five things, just don't avoid them, get them done. Right. What, what sort of five tip, top tips would you give someone um, who has been in the forces and is trying to reintegrate <clears throat> and maybe start their own business? I think, I think like, like I said earlier, take that risk. Mm-hmm. So is the risk. Um, don't worry about if you think you're going to fail. Um, you know, I literally set up with no safety net. You know, um, so I had to go out there and find the work, which mm. I'm still doing, which is good. You know, the work so we all do every day, don't we? Yeah. Um, so yeah, so so just keep on moving forward like top that. Top tip time. Susan loves top tip. <laughs> Susan loves top top tip. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and and I think the most thing is if you're coming up the armed forces and literally put your military element into your business mm. so i've only been in business what 10 months and i, I hit a, a like massively reached a point about a couple of months ago where i didn't want to carry on i just thought oh you know what it's too much i've got this to pay that to pay you know what what's coming in is literally going straight out or it's mm. coming out it's going out faster than it's coming in yeah and i just thought oh you know i've just had enough you know, I, I, i'm, I'm gonna go back to the legion and just say look you know, I'll sell everything, you can have the money back type of thing. Mm. Um, well, it, well, how, and, and, and then because I do this networking, uh, business networking, which helps, you know what I mean? Cause, mm. um, and I think it's really important to do that. So that's another tip I would say to them, you know, 
um, when you come out and you stop, you want to start off your own network, business networking. And it, it, it came to a point with me where I was literally networking more than I was actually concentrating. <laughs> you're, doing, you're doing more because, networking than work. Well, yeah, because you're thinking that's, that's the way forward. You know, I've got to get around and everything else. Mm. So you, you kind of narrow down and you find your feet where, where it suits. And, and mm. one suits for me, business networking, national suits for me perfectly, you mm. know. Um, and Bromley Business Network, and that suits for me as well. So mm. I've narrowed it down to two. Yeah, you um, try them all and find which yeah, ones you like. You, you've like got them. to, yeah, yeah, you've got to. Mm. So that's another tip. Definitely. So business, get yourself. So don't be afraid to take a risk. Yeah, take the don't, risk. Don't be scared of that failure. Forget the failure. Um, um, get yourself out. But that's yeah, two, yeah. not three. You cheat yourself. Get, get, well, yeah. <laughs> get get in touch with the British Legion or mm. um, other charities that can help. You know, Safas out there. Yeah. Even combat stress will help you. So don't be afraid to take the risk. Mm. Get yourself out on business networking in, yeah. in your local community. Yeah. Uh, get in touch with the Royal British Legion. Yeah. And and ask them for advice and help. Yeah. Is there anyone else that helped you in during your startup phase? In what sense? Um, any other businesses or anything that have said, "Hey, you know what? We've got a, a deal for startups," or anything um, out there that people might might not think to. Not really. Ask Since I've joined networking, then yes, I've met other business owners, and they have like schemes, um, you know, to help startup businesses and stuff like that. Because I know you mentioned that there's a. There's a place around here in Beckenham called Desk Team. Yeah, Desk Team, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they're, they're, they're quite nice me. offices up in Beckenham, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Um, what was it they, they've done for you? Um, so they like kind of like do a, a setup on small startup businesses um, for office. Mm. Um, you know, you can put your office furniture in there and stuff and you can set it all up and off you John go. John Pawson, really. yay, happy. <laughs> Hi John. Hi John. Hi John. Nice, nice to see another new name. Yeah, yeah, lovely. Um, it's great. So, desk team in Beckenham. Have, have yeah, helped yeah. You as well, Sharon there. Yeah, she'll look after you if you're setting up your own business, or even if you've been in business for years. You know what I mean? You, Is that because you, she likes when you clean the windows? Well, <laughs> <laughs> you've got to be know. suspicious, you know. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, so yeah, fantastic. So um, it's worth getting. So, so tip number four would be maybe get in touch with your local business centres, yes, or office spaces, and find yeah. out if they've got any deals. Yeah. Yeah. Because it quite it probably came as a shock when they said to you, "Hey, you can have some space for for a bit." Yeah, yeah. Um, so I was like, "Wow, thank you." And it's not it, cheap, it, is it? No, it's like no. And it it is a shock because you're like, "Oh wow, there's actually some nice people out there." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know Finally, I mean? someone Finally, nice who isn't trying I, to trying to screw me out of something. And and that's why I think networking helps massively. Yeah, you know, indeed. Um, being nice helps massively. Yeah. And then obviously the fifth one is put your military element into your business. Mm. Have that strive forward. You know what I mean? Have that positive attitude. Mm. Um, Forget your competitors, you know what I mean? Forget yeah. what they're doing. I don't care if there's 10 in the street, you know yeah. what I mean? You're doing that well, one, yeah, that's I mean, it. On that, on, yeah, on that, I mean, I would say, when I looked up Gareth's company name online, yeah. it did bring up quite an exhaustive of list yeah, of companies. All, if you look for window cleaners in Bromley, Beckham, Croydon or wherever, yeah. the list is enormous. Of course it is, yeah. Uh, and, and I suppose it's like... It's every, a very crowded yeah, workplace is, that you're in, is. And I see window cleaners every day, you know, I could be cross paths with each other. Yeah, cross paths of I'm doing the shops in the front on the high street in the morning, you know. Mm. Some chat here, some are polite and nice, you yeah. know what I mean? And some you ever get many of that are like, oh, fuck you, you're another window cleaner. Some people street. just keep themselves to themselves. Trying um, to kick your ladder over while you're working. <laughs> I think I think like when I started off and I'd done a lot of research in the window cleaners, you know what I mean? Like uh, I looked at them and I thought, oh, I would love to be at that stage. And I probably go beyond that stage eventually. Mm. Um, but now they look at me and they're copying me what I do. So Happy there days. you go. Something's working, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, if you could give someone, so that's the positives, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. If you could give someone some advice on don't dos, 
because we always concentrate on top tens, top fives. Here's, yeah, the, here's the must do's. Don't make sure you don't don't, <coughs> don't forget this. Yeah. If you could give someone some advice on things they definitely shouldn't do, right, in starting a business, especially from a military background, yeah, because you're going to have a different mindset being from a military of course, background. Yeah, yeah. And this is where this focuses on the military side of yeah. sort of today's show. Um, what tips would you give someone in terms of try not to make sure you try and make sure you don't do this because that doesn't go down well in Civvy Street or don't do that because it doesn't work in business? Um, is there anything you can think of that you'd say? I think, actually, I think um, don't rush into it. Mm. You know, take it in your stride. Um, don't chase, don't chase the money. Go desk team. Oh, is John yeah. from desk team? Maybe. Uh, he's part of, part of the desk team. Yeah, yeah. Happy days. Um, Did you put an advert up in desk team's office? Watch tonight. <laughs> yeah, watch tonight. <laughs> They're all sitting around the corner yeah. in desk team watch watching tonight. the show on a big screen. Yeah, big di- diet cokes there and yeah. everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. um, I think just trust the process. Mm. Just trust the process and and you know go for it. Um, believe in your business. That's the main thing. And even though that sounds a bit. Corny? Yeah, it, 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 but it's very powerful words. Yeah. Believe in your business and believe in yourself. Yeah. Um, you're going to get people in the business that, like you say, you, you know, you, you're going to get that one that, oh, you should do it this, you should mm-hmm. do that. And why are you doing it this? Why are you doing it like that? Forget them. Mm. You know, I'm not interested in them. Yeah, I'm you, better you, than them. You've got to you put it, I mean? put those people to one side and say, yeah, well, there's a special place for people like yeah, that. Yeah, and, and just drive your business forward. But get help. Mm. You know, join a networking group. Find, find your feet in the networking group. Mm. Uh, and go from there. And there's people in that group that have actually been in that situation. They've mm. been in my situation and say, you're not the only one. I'm like, wow. Because you think you're the only one. Yeah. You know what I mean? So don't think that. That's another tip. Mm. Don't think you're, you're the only one that's going through that process in business. You're not. Yeah. There's like loads of people. And, w- and when you talk about when I go to like B&I in, in, in the mornings, they're like, don't worry, Gareth. We've been there. Yeah. I'm like, wow, really? Been there, done They're it. like, yeah, don't worry. And I bet don't it's worry. the same as well. For Stick the, at it, go for it. For the subject we're covering next week of imposter syndrome, I bet everyone thinks that their fears, they probably think that they're the only one that's worried about it. Yeah. I'm yeah. the only one, no one else is worried, panicking about this, and yeah. I'm the only one who's suffering. And all the, But if you talk about negatively. it to them, they can help you. And you're like, mm. wow, thank you. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you're a bit taken back, mm. you know, but... They'll help you, mm. you know. Is there any sort of military or ex-military, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Social circles, if you like. Imposter syndrome is very real. Yeah, it is very real. Yeah. Um, it's, it's almost, dare I say this, um, for fear of upsetting people, it might be the Civvy Street equivalent of... Um, no, I don't want to say it, actually, because it doesn't sound right. It doesn't sound, right. It sounds wrong. Uh, I think you know what I was going to say. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's not even close. Right. Um, it's, it's a Civvy Street mental condition. Yeah. That any business owner would naturally suffer from. Yeah. Uh, or anybody in a skilled role where you need to be up on a certain level. Yes. Yeah. Um, but is there any sort of social circles, sort of ex-military social circles that you... Well, there's groups on that, you that know, ne- networking and stuff like that, you know, on Facebook and stuff like that, you know, mm. um, ex-forces and business mm. and stuff. Um, there is... But they're dotted all over the country and stuff, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you can link into that, you know, mm. and you've got advice from there and stuff like that. Mm. So if anyone's got any questions for Gareth before we log off, because we've got, obviously, it's almost nine o'clock now, and we want to wow. make sure everyone can get off to bed without having to explain why they're so knackered tomorrow. Uh, mm. If you've got any questions, either drop them in the comments below or pop them on the comments live um, before Gareth disappears. Um, 
and one of one of the other things um, is that I know it says well on your so a lot of your social media posts you keep yeah. popping these little motivational things. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's what's all that about? So it's it's very because uh, I'm I not put, turning you off by the way. I'm no, not, no, no, no. Stop all this motivational <laughs> nonsense. What are you like? No, what I've <coughs> done is cheer I, people up. You will. What I've done is when I hit that little bottom bit within my business, mm. you know, a couple of months back, I thought, oh, you know, and somebody said to me, look carry on, you're a soldier, just keep going, keep going, keep going. Mm. I was like, great. You know, put your military into your business and you'll strive forward slowly. And I was mm. like, that's a massive idea, you know. And just the structure of it, mm. you know, of the discipline side of it and their methods, plan and preparation. Mm. You know, I've come up with some framework and all that kind of stuff. Mm. And it's just how I've... Robin will be rubbing his hands together right now. You're yeah. using all those long business words. <laughs> and, and it's just how I've expressed, like, what I've put in into my business, The mili that military side is how I express it in the motivation, yeah? So it's not like the average motivation, motivation quote, if you know what I mean. Cause, not like it's straight off a post off some business no, office. No, let's face it, we all can say motivation, motivation quotes and everything yeah, else, yeah. you know? Everyone can be motivated, you know, we can all, you can pay me 120 and I can get on stage and talk a load of motivation to you, mm. you know? But have you actually... Careful, someone might actually do that. Yeah, well, <laughs> there is people out there, you know what I mean? But have they actually come to a point? Have they been through life mm. the hard way to a certain degree? Yeah. You know Where does I mean? that motivation come yes. from? Is it from you reading know, a book or is it from know, experience? How, you know, have you started your business and you've got massive safety net? Oh, it's raining today, I'm not going to go out. You're yeah. fine, you're comfortable, your rent's covered. Yeah. You know, or have you started your business with a little minimum of, like, nothing, mm. <laughs> you know, of, of a business loan, no safety net? And you have to go out there and get it. Even when it's raining, you've yeah, got to go out. And, and you know, you start off with ten customers, and you're like, oh, "How am I going to do it?" Mm. You know. Um, so it's kind of like expressing that to other businesses to kind of say, "You know what? Yeah, that's just and, and, and it works." You know, I get comments at, like some days and just say, "Oh, thanks for that. That was a really good post." You know what I mean? Mm. I've just done this in my business, and it's all a learning curve, isn't it? Yeah. Well, you as know, long as your motivation comes people, from the right place. I've been in business like ten, five minutes. You know what I mean? And people learn from myself. And I learn mm. from people that have been in 10 years. And if I yeah. can express a little bit, they think, you know what, Gareth, that's a really good idea. Mm. You know, and I look <coughs> at their business and I think, you know what, I'm going to put that into my business slightly, but I'm going to change it and put it my way, mm. you know what I mean, and, and put my element on it yeah. so it's not copying, mm. and just work it and grow from that, you know. Yeah. So it's all like a learning curve. Yeah, one of the things I like about Gareth as well is that it's quite refreshing to see someone who's so frank and honest about where they're at as a business. Yeah. When I first met him, he said, oh, I've only been running my business for, what, seven months? Yeah, when I first did uh, Windows, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. I'm, a lot, I'm sure a lot of business owners might have been worried about saying that. Yeah. Because they'd be thinking, well, if I say I've been going five minutes, then they're not going to trust me. Yes. Yeah. Uh, or they try and make stuff up. And I've met yeah, people who do that. Yeah, of course, yeah. Uh, and you can generally mm. see straight through them and go, well, if you've been running your business for 10 years, like you say you have, yeah. why is that a mess? <laughs> it's that trusting. And it's getting that message across on social media. You know? yeah. They get a story from me. They get to know me and they think, you know what, I like this guy, I want him around the house. Yeah. You know, you don't know who you're going to get if you get yeah, a window clean around, you know his background. You don't know, yeah. you know. And he is very frank and honest about all of his flaws and weaknesses and, yeah, and the definitely. things he doesn't know and, and the things he does know and he's good at, he's very good at. Yeah. Um, so, no questions have come in so far. Um, so, I'll assume that everyone is absolutely delighted with everything we've said. Yeah, well, um, it's been a great show. Susan says, thank you both for a great session and thank yeah. you, Gareth, for being... So open and real. Yeah, Excellent. indeed. Thank you, Susan. It has been an absolute pleasure having Gareth with us today. Yeah. Um, give us a thumbs up below. And how many people? 115 still, you miserable, you horrible sods. <laughs> Hit that subscribe button, a lot of you. Um, if you're watching without subscribing, shame on you. Yeah. 
we can't grow, we can't get more wonderful people like Gareth on the show if the show's not seen to be growing. And YouTube will look at our channel and go, yeah, you need to stop because it's not, it's not going no, in the right no, direction. No. Um, so, you know, we want to grow and we want to do more of this sort of stuff for local businesses who Definitely. really deserve it. So hit the subscribe, find people who can and want to uh, get some advice because we won't always be talking about business. Sometimes we'll be talking about IT stuff and website stuff. Yeah. We might even go over Gareth's <clears> website <throat> one day and give it a bit of a critique. Well, yeah, <laughs> I'll come back in a couple of months. <laughs> with I'll, a baseball bat, yeah. I'll come back, I'll come back in six months and see how, yeah. how, how I've grown in business. It'll come back with a baseball bat with a six-inch nail. So what were you saying about my website again, Rich? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I can't thank him enough for giving up his evening to come back, uh, especially at the time of the morning that he starts work at. It's crazy. Um, and hopefully we'll see him again sometime definitely. maybe in a year's time we'll have him back and say right how's it going since, yeah, since we last yeah. saw you yeah. um, that would be awesome yeah. and uh, I can't thank you more than I can't I can't even get the words out well, I haven't even opened the drink yet um, I can't thank you enough for coming back and, and taking part in tonight's show and joining us all it's been a lot of fun um, and it's very enjoyable doing this and we'll see you all next Wednesday when we'll be talking about imposter syndrome it's a very real subject, and it's something a lot of business owners um, suffer from. Uh, it can cause an awful lot of anxiety and, and, and stress for people. Yeah. So we'll be talking about that next week. Um, who we're going to have on the show, I'm not sure yet, because right. Robin made a bit of a boo-boo. Oh, um, no. So apparently he's, he sent an email and a lot of money <laughs> to a Nigerian prince somewhere, and they promised to get on a plane. And <laughs> Terrible. Yeah. It's so, all about that plan and preparation, isn't it? <coughs> well, this is it. This yeah. is it. Um, he's not ex-military so yeah, well there you, you go expect. there you go um, so we'll see you all next Wednesday yeah, same time in. 8 o'clock and thank you all for joining us and give us a thumbs up and a like and, and share share the crap out of this and, and let it go far and wide to anyone in the military and we'll see you all again next Wednesday take care now have thank a good you. evening wave bye -bye. Gareth wave. Oh, sorry. Say, say bye Gareth bye everyone no bye. say bye Gareth oh right oh. Say, say bye Gareth bye Gareth there you go bye. <laughs> See you later, guys. Bye. <laughs>